This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by our friends at Transistor 66 Record Company. They have a deep catalog of all the best local and international music, including a record by this week's guest, Satanic Rites. It's called Blues Druid. The reviewers have called it chock full of panic-stricken dissonance and frenetic fretboard runs. You can get Blues Druid at Transistor66.com or wherever you pick up the best music in Winnipeg. As you heard on the ad, this episode is indeed an interview with two members of Satanic Rites. They're a band I've been wanting to talk to for quite a while, and uh, we have a really interesting conversation in the food court about the band's history, trying to get away from being labeled as a metal band, despite the name and some of the history of the members. Uh, They're anything but. We talk about Blues Druid as a concept, as a name, and as a very embarrassing uh, hippie band, and a lot more. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. To find out what great shows they have coming up, please visit myparktheater.com. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of the first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am back in the food court, uh, as you can tell by the background noise, and I'm here with, what, one half of Satanic Rites? One half. So I think just uh, to get things going, maybe if you want to identify yourselves, what you do in the band, and people can put a name to the voice. Hi, I'm Carl from Satanic Rites. I only sing songs. Only sing. Uh, I'm Ian. I, I play guitar and nothing else. Okay, and who, who are we missing? Uh, we're missing Daniel on bass, and we're missing Tim, the drummer, today. Cool, cool. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for meeting me again. Um, I, I guess maybe a good starting point is you have a, an album that just came out on Transistor 66. Yes, we uh, What, about a month ago, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, October 12th, I believe, we released it Okay, was. okay. So, how long has the band actually been a band leading up to this album release? Way too long for us to release this album. Okay, now. okay. Because yeah, I, I know you guys have... Most of you, anyway, have been in other bands, yeah. you know, over the years. Yeah, so three of us have been in a band together for right close to ten years. Right. Now, okay. So yeah. this particular foursome, though, like, how long has this been a unit? I think 2012. Okay. Was, yeah, we started off as a five piece around then. Uh, okay. Lost a member, and then Daniel switched over from second guitar to bass, and uh, carried on as four piece. From there. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then, so, uh, how long has the album been in the works? Then, I mean, how long have you had these songs and, and been living with them? We recorded last December. Okay. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Some of those songs we wrote like at least a few years ago, so they've been around for a little while now. Okay. And They've been stewing. Yeah. We really wanted to get this out of our systems. Yeah, yeah I bet. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of yeah. clearing off the plate and, you know, sure. clearing everything off so we can get the new stuff, I suppose. <laughs> so do these feel old at this point? Like, not, I mean, not, I assume you have to play them now because the album's out and everything, but yeah. do they feel kind of like an earlier era and you're, you've gone, or are they still actively sort of what you sound like? I don't know how to say this without sounding like we're sick of these songs because we're not sick of okay, these songs. Okay. 
but it's fine if you definitely are. do. They definitely do feel old. Yeah, yeah. And a, yeah, a few might get retired in the okay. near future. Okay. Yeah, I think one of the things we were looking forward to with like recording this was just getting it out of the way yeah. and being able to write some new stuff and mix in new stuff so we don't have to play the same batch sure. every show and sure. just kind of have some more stuff to mix it up a little bit. And I guess you don't want to just retire the songs without actually documenting them, right? And having yeah, them, yeah, exactly. them out there. yeah. Okay. Although we do, we have we have a history of that. Okay. okay. The history of just retiring songs. <laughs> One day all of us are like, yeah, no, no more. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. So it's just like a whole back catalog of stuff that never never made it to a record? Yeah. I think our old band has a completely unreleased album. Oh, really? Basement it's just sitting around, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good uh, segue into kind of what the history of this band is in terms of what other bands you guys are all from. I mean, I know Daniel's been in like 600 bands yeah, over the years and done everything. Yeah, with he, he's the winner of us. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, probably the most significant out of all the other bands we've been in would have been Carl's old band. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Did a fair bit of touring and a number yep. of releases. Okay. So. Uh, Tim, our drummer, Tim Curry, our drummer, which you mentioned his real name is Tim Curry. <laughs> okay. Um, he was in Raiden for a number of years, a punk band that played with the Albert all the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember and those I, guys, yeah. I don't, I, he may not want me to mention this, but I'm going to mention that he was in the Braggarts, a Celtic rock okay, band. Okay, okay. What? I didn't time. even know that. Yes, I remember the name, I don't think yeah. I ever saw them, but yeah. No, that's... He was in a Celtic rock band, okay. so. Tim, no. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, yeah, the, I guess the three of us started off in uh, playing like Stoner Rock sort of thing in Canada form with our buddy okay. Spencer years okay. ago. Yeah, we're all uh, sort of ashamed of that chapter of our lives. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I guess, how do you define what you do now? I mean, it's rock and roll, obviously, yeah. and it's got a bunch of different influences, but I think that uh, people seeing the, the name of the band and even the album cover and the album title right. might be assuming that it's a Stoner Rock band. Yeah. You know, I, I, <laughs> well, Carl's got some. He's got a story about the name of the okay, album, okay. I suppose. But that was the, the name of the album, Blues Druid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are we swearing? Are we not swearing? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, you might want to watch it because we're in a mall and there's people around. And <laughs> some of them are elderly. But the, the, the demographic <laughs> yeah. is a little different. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, starting with the name of the uh, the, the name of the band, Satanic Rites. Uh, originally, I thought of. Satanic rights like R-I-T-E-S, yeah. which is a really commonly named or used name. But I thought, what if it was like a cute sort of like poppy title, like the Satanic okay. Rights? Okay. Uh, and I, I mentioned that to Daniel, and he was like, "Yeah, definitely that." But uh, rights are G-H-T-S, and uh, I thought that was really funny. And people ask us about that regularly. But that's a good name. Yeah. It's misspelled. All I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> the issue with that that moved into like the whole mythos of we're a metal band. Well, it sounds like it, right? I mean, people absolutely and the background of some of the members. It, it, it suggests yeah, really that was done anything to play that down. Right, right. Really. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that was exactly it. Is the fact that like I cut my teeth in heavy metal. Sure, yeah. I go from Evil Survives to a band called Satanic Rites, and everybody thinks like, yeah, this is the next one. Well, there's a connection, and it sounds like it anyway. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There has been a couple of times where people have come up like, yeah, that wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, uh, it was a little odd, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, the, the name Blues Druid came out because we were trying to think of a, a title for our album. I had, uh, or sorry, we, we, we had a few working titles. We were arguing over them constantly. Uh, but uh, uh, at one point, me and Daniel went to go see a friend of ours do like an acoustic show at okay. a coffee shop. And in the middle of one of her songs, like I almost flipped the table over because it just connected in my head. <laughs> 
Blues Druid was the stupidest name <laughs> that had like the stupidest two words that yeah, had yeah. ever come together. Yeah. Um, it sounds just, a little, little vaguely cosmic, right? Vaguely yeah. kind of just like, whoa, Blues Druid. Yeah, oh, I think shit. Stoner, Stoner yeah, yeah. Camaro yeah. Rock. Yeah. 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 yeah, Stoner Camaro Wolf, sure, pretty sure. much. Yeah. Like, just the worst. Good yeah. <laughs> so pretentious. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, that has to be it. So, <laughs> so we, we decided pretty unanimously, yeah, that's going to be it because it's a funny name. We're going to chuckle yeah. to ourselves. The issue was, after we already got our CDs printed, like just before the, the official release, yeah. I finally Googled Blues Druid. Okay, okay, it's a thing? <laughs> it's a terrible band that already exists. <laughs> okay, okay. Is so, it a Stormer band? or it, in, in, in part. It's okay. like, I don't know that they're actually terrible. They just play music I hate. It's right, like right. Indie stoner kind of? Okay, yeah, okay. It's, uh, it, it's sort of it's like, like soft stoner. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hope this offends at least a few of your yeah. listeners. It's it's played by guys who probably bought intentionally faded Led Zeppelin shirts. Okay, okay. You I know, know the type. Like yeah, that yeah, type yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're really so, into Greta von Fleet. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Blues Druid. The, where were they from? Oh, Olympia. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Olympia. Has that caused any problems yet? I mean, have you, I do, you have, so. do you have Blues Druid fans looking you I, up? And not the, yet, but if you search up Blues Druid and, like, if you're trying to find the band, it asks you, are you looking for the Satanic Rights album? Okay, Google okay. Now? So yeah. we found that a little so funny. We've already knocked them out <laughs> yeah. of first place. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Do you think that, despite obviously not being a metal band, do you think you can still hang with the metal bands? Like, is there? That's how we cut our teeth. 
But in terms of like you playing on the same bills as no, no, it, that, that's yeah. what I mean. When we first started, we were playing mostly like grindcore house okay, shows and okay. stuff like that. Because that's of the, the name, or out. just because of the obvious connection, no, like connection people we yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like at shows like that, uh, at n- numerous harsh punk shows. It's so nice when a band that oh, doesn't sure. sound anything like for it. For sure, yeah. yeah. People are kind of in for a break sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't necessarily want to be pummeled for four hours. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or 20 minutes or given a house show. Well, I mean, well, and given grindcore bands, too. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like eight bands in 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then what do you call it then? Well, I mean, how do you define what the sound is? Uh, I mean, do you just stick with rock and roll in just kind of the basic? Yeah, I think, yeah, just kind of go with rock and roll or... Rock, rock, or, okay, yeah. or something like that. Grease, grease fire, rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, that's evocative, though. I mean, it does, I think, explain. Yeah, there's, there's a desperation to it, and it's uh, it's concerning at times. It's, uh... <laughs> it's also cool to watch from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get too close. Yeah. How did the um, Transistor 66, I, I can never say that name fast, and I talk fast. Transistor 66, how did that Stuff go. get hooked up? Yeah. Uh, I think we've all known Art, yeah. who, who heads it up for, yeah. for years. Um, Daniel's worked with them before. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. definitely. Absolutely. It, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. We, we, we've all, like, always had a relationship with him in one form or another. It's, I don't know if I should say this out loud. I don't think he knew what we sounded like either. I oh, think really? he thought we were a metal band, too. <laughs> so just, like, said unseen based on based on who was in it? He, yeah, he, basically, yeah. Yeah, but it was sort of a, of course. But, yeah, uh, yeah then he listened to it and was like, oh, no, this totally belongs. This it fits. It, I mean, yeah. it seems like whatever you want to call it, it fits with their the rockier edge of what to, they do, right? To be honest, we were heavily influenced by a lot of early Transistor bands. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, like, we got to know each other pretty well just Hanging out the Elbert. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. 2008 around there when a lot of those bands were yeah. playing every weekend. Well, like which ones, for example, would you say actually influenced this project? Well, I, I, I hate to say it out loud because my brother was in it, but like Hot Life. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Big Trouble and Little China are my favorite band in the history. Wearing a shirt of them right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, okay, those yeah. they are the yeah, best. Bands, like, the yeah, 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 greatest band of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super great bands. Like everything yeah. that Joanne Rodriguez is. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and that stuff was super formative on a lot of Winnipeg bands, I think, too. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whether they meant, know it or not, it's kind of filtered down right through the various. Yeah, uh, I think if you were like. In your late teens or early twenties yeah. in that era, like yeah, you, I mean, I, I, that I, was the greatest time of your life. Absolutely, right there, yeah. so. <laughs> I kind of thought about it recently. I was thinking about like what that one era is should be. I think it's the New Bomb Turks era. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every band in Winnipeg kind of sounded like New Bomb. Yeah, Turks. Yeah, they got a New Bomb Turks record yeah. and it totally changed their sound. Yeah. yeah. Because like the Hot Life guys were a funk ska band at the beginning, and then they oh, boy, something they something clicked, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. I still have two copies of that record, the one that they um, tried oh, to write out of existence. Like, yeah. Hot Life guys were Hot yeah. Life guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, worst thing in yeah. the world. <laughs> but then one of the greatest bands Winnipeg's ever yeah, seen absolutely. after that, really. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. Some of the craziest shows I've ever uh, seen. Unbelievable, in my life. yeah, yeah. Not just local shows, yeah. but like craziest period. Yeah. Well, sometimes I, I'm kind of surprised that bands like like the Hot Life guys and like the Quiffs, especially, like aren't kind of exalted at the high level that they should be within a certain audience for sure but then like there's a lot of bands coming up now that like if they had heard the quips right. it would completely yeah, change their like, direction totally. but yeah I guess they were coming up at a time where other cities maybe weren't necessarily as into the whole rock and yeah. thing as Winnipeg was and they weren't doing those bands weren't doing enough touring oh for sure yeah, yeah. playing the Albert every week yeah, is not gonna yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's what made the scene Winnipeg so damn special oh yeah yeah it, it, like it was 
it was better here than it was anywhere else, and now the scene has changed in, entirely. A lot of those people are all in different bands, or like a band like Big Trouble in Little Town still exists, by the way. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but they play sporadically, though. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they don't play often. Um, but now, I guess people are kind of looking for different things, or th- there's, there's a lot of youth around, so it's a lot of people that weren't yeah. at all a part of that. Yeah, yeah. They weren't 18, they couldn't see that stuff. So it wasn't even a bar when they started going. Right, yeah, 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 which is bizarre to think about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're getting old and we gotta kinda accept it. (laughs) Well, just over the course of doing this show, like, I mean, I'm 36 now and I talk to people sometimes who are 20 and all of the references I have for the local music scene, they've never even heard. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have some completely different experience that I can't even relate to. And it's, it's, it's kind of weird sometimes. It's, like, it's a little freaky. I yeah. mean, sometimes we'll, we played with uh, suburban hypocrites. Yeah, those guys are young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super young guys. Yeah. Like, you'll talk to them about shows and they're like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, I forgot. I'm like 10 years older than you. It's, it's <laughs> weird, yeah. It, it's, it's weird. But yeah, there's still a few bands, I think, that, that hopefully transcend all that. So Yeah, totally. Uh, if you're listening, Sub Hips, we love you. You're great guys. Oh, yeah, they've been on the show, too. Good guys, for sure. Great band, too. Like, they, I mean, what, what they do, they're doing it. So. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they've helped us out a number of times at shows. Yeah. Those guys would have been perfect for the Albert if it existed when yeah, they were. They, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They would have, would have, man, they would have done well in the mid-90s in the Albert. Sure, yeah. It would have been great. For sure, yeah. So, I, I guess, like, with that being said, like, you know, there's this kind of new scene that's opened up after that initial one that you guys were influenced mm-hmm. by. Where do you think you fit within the local scene? I mean, you can you can play with the metal bands, you can play with punk bands like Suburban Hypocrites. Is there sort of a scene for you, or are you just sort of floating around kind of in between all these different ones? If I were to immediately answer, I'd say, like, kind of, kind of, no. Like, not, not, not to say that, like, there's no other band that sounds yeah. like... A, but, like, we don't have as much of a niche as we would have back in the mid-thousands. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Not, yeah. like, a whole yeah. roster of bands out there that are playing garage rock or anything yeah. in Winnipeg these days, necessarily. But, yeah, but but there are really, really good rock and roll bands Absolutely. that are out yeah, there. Totally. Yeah. Amazing punk bands that are out there. Um, so I would say it's not up to us to decide if we fit in something. Sure. It's up to yeah. them. Yeah, totally. Book us. Please book us. <laughs> Right, and it's up to the audience at whatever, yeah, yeah. unlike you show you're playing, to, to kind of glom onto what you're doing. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. there's not as many obvious choices anymore, but there's still a lot of yeah. shows that you play in you know, yeah. well, so yeah. it works out. Yeah, no, no we're, we're, we're happy to be doing what we're doing. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's it. I just don't know, I don't know if there's entirely a niche for us. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> well, part of the reason I asked the question, too, is just so I can, like, categorize you guys in my own head. Like, I mean, I, I have an idea of what, where I think you fit, and I think we've kind of just, yeah. just explained yeah, it. I but think it makes a lot more sense to people that were around at the Albert. Yeah, 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 it, it does, yeah. 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 But, but it's also, like, we, we just do whatever we want to do. Yeah. Uh, so if all of a sudden we decided we haven't done this yet, but it's not unheard of. If we just decided to write a couple country songs, we could probably get away with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I've could, written a couple that I haven't brought to yeah. <laughs> I have so many shower country songs nice. that I could uh, I could bring to the table. Well, well con- country seems to be almost the way a lot of people go from the heavier scenes in general. Eventually, yeah. the older they get, the closer yeah, and closer it comes to country. Yeah, it's going to take a couple years, we're just going to yeah. have to start bringing yeah. country yeah. songs just to give us a break on stage. <laughs> For sure, yeah.
the um, the songs on the album that are you know older and you're finally getting them to tape. What what's changed, I guess, in the sound? I mean, how, how how would you define the new sound that you have versus the stuff on the old album? Is it still relatively in the same vein, or have you kind of progressed since those songs? I think we kind of jump around enough that there wasn't one particular thing that we stuck okay. with ever. Okay. So. Yeah, we, we've we've never really had an ongoing sort of theme. Okay. It, it just depends on the context in which you see us. So like, that album was kind of played in a day, and uh, and the way it's produced, yeah, it, every song sounds like it belongs together. But yeah, I don't know if you were to put it next to an EP we recorded four years ago or whatever, yeah. they sound totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So will the next thing sound totally different as well? Than like, yeah, like the, we've started writing some songs already for yeah. whatever will come out next. And they're sounding a little more... There's probably going to be a couple of songs that are a little longer than the ones okay. on this. Like, okay. I think we're getting a little more comfortable just writing together and that sort of thing. So. For the record, we're not that band, though. It's not going to be a bunch of seven and eight minute no, humdingers no, like jam sessions. We're going to go from like two minute songs to three and a half minute songs. Yeah. one whole side of a record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not going to crack out a flute. <laughs> Maybe you should. Yeah. I don't know. So, so far, like, we're. I just got into the kick of. Uh, of writing with these guys because it takes me longer than them. They write cool okay. songs and okay. I gotta come up with a piece. But uh, so far, like I don't know, the emotion's pretty high in it. It's I, there's more minor chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sadder. Yeah. <laughs> it's because music always, in every scenario, unless you're cheap trick, should always be sad. <laughs> right, right. We get more and more more inspiration, right? You when you break them down yeah. and then you build them back up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. just toy with the audience's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> So is that how it's written, though? I mean, does the, the music part and the, the lyric part come separately, or do you all write as a as a one big group? Yeah, I mean, like, it, it all it all depends. Yeah, you usually just kind of fluke into it for the okay. most part. Okay, okay. just fall into songs. It's a good way to do it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than having kind of set, yeah, this is how yeah, it works I mean, every time. Yeah, none of us really know what we're doing that well. So right, right. If we come across something, it's not necessarily intentional. <laughs> what is the... Um, What's the ultimate goal with this band? Like, I mean, where do you see it going? Uh, I don't want to be like, what's your five-year plan or whatever. But, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time, right? You have the record out now. Obviously, people know who you are at this point. Like, what's what's sort of the next step? Spanish language album in the Latin Grammys? Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Uh, yeah. Or are you comfortable just doing what you're doing to like, show where it is? I'm super happy about the reaction this album got. So... I obviously am looking forward to the reaction the next one will. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and then break up. <laughs> before or after the next one gets released? Uh, hopefully just before. Right before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The recording yeah, yeah. process, but we won't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. completely ruin all the marketing yeah. for it and everything. Yeah, yeah. We, ironically, we're going to break up covering Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> <laughs> because of that? Or? <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Okay, so t- stay tuned for the break up. <laughs> um, I had a question that's now gone because of that, that uh, reference. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Who do you think is um, the main audience for what you do? I mean, do you have like, a, not that you have like a demographic you're playing to or whatever, but I mean, who, who's listening to you? Dudes. Is, 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 is it like long haired dudes? dudes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not like, it's, we, we, we don't have an objective. Like, whoever, whoever listens to it picks it up. It's, Again, we're not playing stuff that is necessarily like on the radio or even on. Well, it's on CKUW a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not on the stupid radio, but on the great radio. Uh, 
Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's people that in, remember enjoying a lot of rock and roll and a lot of good punk and yeah. New Bomb Turks. New Bomb Turks is the touch point, yeah. Are they even still around? Yeah. So yeah. they could they potentially be inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't released an album in like 15 years, but right. I think they play like some sort of rodeo every half weekend. I don't know. <laughs> like actually a rodeo? Probably. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can see them doing it. Rodeo. <laughs> I can see a cult following happening around that. Yeah, people yeah. just showing up to the rodeo every week. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be drink some warm beer, sit in some hay, watch New Bomb Turks. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's a natural progression from punk rock rolling. Yeah, yeah, punk go. rock rodeo <laughs> could happen. Everyone goes to country eventually, anyway. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the, the older bands yeah. Yeah. scare some cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you mentioned, you know, the, the positive reaction people have had to the record, and I've heard, like, when I said I was doing this, that people were like, oh, yeah, the record's great, I love it. So, oh, is that what you've seen pretty much? I mean, if you, obviously people are going to tell you they hate it if they don't like it, but has it been, like, what you expected out of the, uh, once it came out? It, it is not what I expected. I mean, oh, if, if I'm going to be, and sorry if you were about to say something there, no, uh, <laughs> if, if I'll be 100% honest, like, I, we recorded this album in a day. Okay. Uh, during that day, like I blew my voice out. I didn't think that anything would happen. Eventually, a few small miracles happened, and I managed to get the album out. But then, every time I would get like a decent buzz on, I'd go home. I'd like put that album on and be like, God damn this! Stupid, <laughs> this is terrible. I don't know. And so, like, yeah, of course, I was real nervous when it came out. I know a few people that would say that was a terrible album if they didn't like it to my face. And none of them have. A lot of them had said that that is, like, at least I like your album to it was an excellent album. And I don't want to call it excellent, but the reviews have been nice. Is that kind of nervousness, though? Has that happened with other albums from other bands, too? Are you always like that when you're about to release something? Or was this different? It's never been this high. Okay. Because I've always had more, and anything else I've ever recorded, I've always had a little bit more time. Um, but uh, yeah, similar stuff. Anybody once you record, yeah, like because well, once it's out there, you can't control it anymore. Right? It's, it's out yeah. of your hands, and people will do what they want with it. So. Um, unless you're Steve Vai, you have no real confidence in the album you right. just recorded. <laughs> right. I, he, may, he may not even have confidence. You know, like he, you know, he, yeah, like I'm sure he does. he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Steve Vai. He's probably spent six months recording one solo over and over again. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he can afford studio time. Right, right, right. Where did you record this one? Uh, we recorded it at uh, Exchange District Studios. Oh, cool. The Grand Triple. Yeah, cool. The wonderful Grand Triple. And was it all recorded? I mean, you said you had like a week to do it or whatever, right? Or a day? A day, a day, yeah. day, yeah. Twelve hours. Yeah, was it all recorded live off the floor? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the entire thing, including vocals, I guess. He went back and uh, re-recorded some of them, but for yeah. the most part, it was all just done in one shot. Cool. So you, you think it's a fairly accurate portrayal of what you sound like live? Like, you think people are going to hear it and then see the show and not be like, oh, this didn't happen on the the way it did on the album? Like, it's yeah. really... I think yeah. it's a pretty accurate reconstruction, yeah. And was that decision to do it like that just based on the cost of studio time or was it just what you wanted to do to have that kind of impact cost and comfort I think yeah it's a, a little of both maybe leaning towards the cost a little more but it's yeah it's it just happened yeah, yeah. Like, it just all happened yeah we're not really studio people <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah going in there was a little weird for us and I think if we were to separate ourselves we would have been really maybe intimidated by the process sure yeah that's true yeah we we, we do we do far better playing together than uh well, that's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> that's a really dumb thing. Well, now I want to hear what it was going to be. <laughs> no, it was going to be dot, dot, dot. That's, okay. That's okay. All right. All right. Some is greater than the individual part. <laughs> <laughs> Divided before. Yeah. And that's the clip I'm going to cut out and like, share on the internet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
what do you have uh, in the near future coming up? I think you said uh, before we started recording, you have a show at the end of January, or in December? Yeah, at the end of December, we're playing uh, the Pink Slips reunion show oh, that's at the cool. Park Theater with uh, Pink Slips, Rock Lake, and Quagmire, okay. who are also... It's all from the same sort of era, too, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The whole that's thing. cool, yeah, yeah. We're into the, yeah. the scene, and that show's going to be uh, a good one. It'll yeah. feel nicely at home, I think. Uh, it, it should be uh, noted that the mighty Daniel Pangman will be doing double duty that night. Yeah. Also playing bass for Rock Lake. That's cool. Guys, guys busy. Yeah. yeah. Certainly is. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was in your band at first, and like until I finally, you know, when I first heard about you, I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And yeah. then I was like, what? Oh, Daniel Pangman's in this. Yeah, we mentioned they sometimes I'll mention that to people. Like, oh, Daniel's Yeah, because everyone, everyone knows him from one of like 15 bands over <laughs> yeah. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like going back to like Mo Bigsley era, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> oh my, wow, deep yeah. cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I hope I wish that band had recorded something because that was like those are my some of my favorite shows ever is seeing Mo Bigley ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair. Knowing Daniel, you might have some. Like, it's probably someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lying around somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, if people are hearing you for the first time on this show, what's the best thing for them to do if they want to find out more information about maybe upcoming shows or, or hearing the album? Uh, I think our Facebook page is probably the one that we get the most attention okay. to as far as updates and stuff. Some of the other ones kind of go a little off the rails sometimes. Okay, so. sure. The sure. Instagram page just becomes Ian's Instagram page okay. sometimes. Something I like, yeah. Yeah, I think I noticed that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden it's not the band anymore. Yeah, yeah no, was, yeah. Uh, I was working at a different place for a week and actually eating proper lunches for a bit. And were, uh, <laughs> there was something to be old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the social media best way to get in touch and yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook's Good. probably the best bet. And can people hear the album online anywhere? Is it on all those streaming shit? Uh, yeah, it's everywhere. Music is sold online these days, and uh, Bandcamp, Spotify, all that cool. Sort of stuff. Physical copies of cassettes and CDs will be available at our shows currently at Into the Music on Osborne. Cool. Just Osborne? Just, uh, no. Right now, just Osborne. Okay. Did, did Transistor put out the tapes too, or is it? Uh, yeah, they did. Actually. Oh, cool. I didn't realize they were doing that. It's, it's, uh... Yeah, I think uh, they just started doing tapes for. I think Black Thunder might have been the first. Okay. Tape okay. Cool. Just, cool. Uh, last yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Right on. Okay, so we can check out the uh, Instagram. Maybe not. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, yeah, if you want to yeah. check out the Instagram, man, it's not. <laughs> He's gonna get a lot of pictures of Ian's cats. Right. right. Ian so if, you, if you like cats, car. yeah, yeah. He doesn't like cats. Most people like cats. That's what's Especially being on the internet, you probably like cats. Yeah. So yeah, okay, check that out. Uh, go to Bandcamp, Spotify, whatever. Buy that physical album. Uh, go to shows. Please. Please yeah. go to shows. Please. Welcome. <laughs> Here are dates. Yeah. Everybody go to shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the best place yeah. to buy a record, too, right? After you see, see it live. Not, not just our shows. Like, go to all shows. Yeah. Every yeah. Show. Yeah, it should be, should be encouraged, for sure. And if you want to hear more episodes of this show, uh, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 330 whatever episodes are there for free on streaming, including probably a bunch of bands that you guys know and uh, yeah, have played we, with. We should congratulate you once again on your number one ranking in the United States. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen because they didn't contact me. Yeah. And the past couple of years they have. And okay. then it turns out that uh, they just are sick of me. So they contacted, they interviewed the second place. Yeah, yeah. Now. yeah <laughs> I don't know. It's complacent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or they thought the other guy, the other guys were going to win, and then they, uh, by the time the votes came in, they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, I mean, it's nice people are listening because I mean, it doesn't just help me out; it helps you guys out and other people who are on the oh, show. Yeah, like, course. introduce new bands. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially now that Peg City Groove is kind of done, right? I mean, that right. was sort of the place to go for for local bands. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm hopefully, yeah, hopefully filling Kent and Daryl's void, but yeah. And Kent was actually one of the people who recommended your album to me too. So that's, that's, that's like high praise right there yeah, coming from that guy. So yeah, oh, that's nice when somebody recommended. Yeah, it. for sure, for sure. Anyway, yeah, thanks for meeting me in this uh, crowded food court. And, uh, hey, thank you. This is a blast. Right on.